Hello, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome to our latest episode of Third Row from the Front. Before we get started, I don't know if you hear all this noise in the background. That's our two boys eating treats or something. <laughs> They're doing a doggy puzzle. A doggy puzzle. Anyway, I apologize, but that's how that's how you record when you have children. <laughs> anyway, um, so we this week's movie is back to the future part three we concluded the trilogy um actually we concluded it last weekend but anyway um so if again if you haven't seen these movies i'll go ahead and give you a brief synopsis of this third film the final film in the trilogy and obviously if it's a trilogy anyway uh so last time we talked how does the second movie end yeah so <laughs> There's so many like back and going to 1955, So at the end of part two, they've gone back to 1955 for the second time, right? To stop something from happening. And um, at that point at the end, Doc Brown, yeah, that's right. Doc Brown is in the, you know, he's kind of like hovering above uh, Marty. Marty's burning that uh, almanac and there's a, a lightning storm. And so Doc Brown, while he's floating up there, he gets struck by lightning. Well, not him, but the DeLorean gets struck by lightning. And the time circuits had been acting up. And so um, he ends up getting sent back to 1885. So 100 years in the past, you know, from, at that, from that point. Um, and then the movie ends at, with that because now Marty is stuck <laughs> once again in 1955. Um, so that's how the third movie starts is that he has found the 1955 Doc Brown and he explains to him again. He's like, he's like, no, Marty, it's not, you know, it's not possible. I just sent you back to the future. Cause you know, in his mind, he had sent him back. He's like, yeah, you're right, Doc. I was, I was in the future, but I'm back. I'm back from the future. And so now he has to explain to him that his 1985 self is now in 1885 it's this whole convoluted thing basically he just needs to um get back to 1885 so that he can bring doc home even though doc wrote him a letter telling him not to but they find out once again that doc brown is going to get (laughs) you know something's going to happen to him uh and so he wants to go back and just warn him and you know kind of bring him back to where he belongs so anyway let's go ahead and start with sam what did you think of the conclusion to this trilogy it was a good conclusion i liked it um it wasn't my favorite of the three but it was good it was funny it it had a biff in there again as the bad guy but he wasn't biff you know he was it was his like great 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 grandfather um buford tannen mad dog (laughs) buford tannen um yeah, it, it was funny. Like these movies are are funny and they're smart about it, you know, and they're super entertaining. It was really cool to see Doc invent stuff or just be a scientist in the 1800s. Um and then to see him fall in love with Clara. Uh, Who's played by Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, that was cool. Um That yeah, I mean I don't know what else to say about I, it, honestly. It was, it was cool. I'll say more since you didn't say enough. <laughs> I love this movie. I mean, it to me, it's... No, it's not the best of the trilogy. I mean, of course, the first one's always going to be the best one because it's, it's, it's a cool setup to this whole concept and, 
you know, it's it's a it's just a funny movie on its own. It's just a good movie on its own. Like you can just watch part one. I've said it before. You don't even have to watch the second two if you don't want to. And you can just watch part one and be totally satisfied like that. But I feel like since we did have a part two, this was the perfect conclusion to that trilogy. Um, the, I think the third one is better than the second one because the second one's kind of yeah. Because the second like the second one better. The second one to me is kind of a mess because it's it's really just a way to set up this whole storyline. Um, the third movie maybe it's because I, I liked seeing them in the old west because it's basically a western. This movie, it's um, the the most of the movie is set in eighteen eighty five. And um, I thought it was a better movie, and I thought it was a funnier movie than the second one. I laughed more. In the second one, I remember when we watched it, I liked it, but I didn't laugh as much. And I think a lot of it is because because a lot of the jokes are the same. It's like, okay, here we go again with the the same jokes. You know, Biff, instead of Biff, it's Griff this time going into that diner and yeah we kind of have the same thing with mad dog uh tannin but in this one i mean he's an actual like outlaw he's not just a bully he's like an actual like murderer because he has i mean you know it's the old west so he's got everyone's got guns it's like texas um so everyone has guns and so this guy is like you know he's actually you should be scared of this guy he's like he's an outlaw he's like a, a billy the kid or one of those kind of you know, people that doesn't think twice about killing people. And I'll say this. I love Thomas F. Wilson. He plays Biff, Griff, <laughs> and Buford and in all these different versions of that, basically this family, the Tannins. And he plays it well. Like he's, he's, yeah. he's as Marty says at one point, he's an asshole. Like he just, <laughs> he's so good at playing like this jerk, this kind of, he's an idiot, but he's, He's just so like full of himself. He thinks you know he always has this posse with him, um, but he's great at playing that. He was get great at playing that role. I wish yeah. he had done more. Like I didn't see him in anything else besides Freaks and Geeks as like the coach, but I like that actor, um, Christopher Lloyd. I love him as he's like the heart of the the movies. Um, I don't know. I just even though even though they do they do recycle a lot of jokes, it's funny because. It's funny seeing them done in like the 1800s setting, like the whole they, there. There's a joke that references the first movie. In the first movie, <laughs> Doc builds this like um, uh, what do you call it? Like model. A, a model, yeah, like a replica of of the the town. And he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, Marty. You know, I, I I did this in a hurry. It's not quite to scale." And it's like this amazing like model that <laughs> he just built. He put together in like a couple hours. Um, so he does that again in, in this movie and Marty's like, yeah, I know, I know dog. It's not to scale or whatever. Cause he, again, he does another model with, uh, using stuff that would have been around in 1800s. Um, but anyway, I liked it. I like I love seeing, um, what I never really thought of with these movies and what I was reading about was that they had at one point thought of just like making it, Hey, let's have them go back in time and like, mess with historical events like mm. i don't know like the moon landing or you know stuff that actually happened in history um but they're like you know no because it wouldn't mean anything like it's more it's more fun and meaningful for the audience if it if it's actually like these guys like 
if it affects their actual lives, like their history. So like it's always to do with their family or their – because even in the, in this one, um, Marty meets his like – his great-great-great-grandfather. And of course it's just Mar- – it's just Michael J. Fox doing a really bad like Irish accent <laughs> and uh, Leah Thompson. Okay, so that's this is the part that always bothered me. Leah Thompson plays his great-great-grandmother, right? So it's Michael J. Fox, you know, his – he plays the great 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 grandfather and then Leah Thompson plays the great great grandmother. But I'm like, so was there like inbreeding in this family? Because why would his mom, who's not related at all to the McFlies, right? Why would his great 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 grandmother look just like his mom? Who's... That's what I was thinking too. I was like, <laughs> why is she playing? Yeah. The yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I I mean I think they only did it just because you 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 know the audience knows these these actors and you're like oh it's this it's his ancestors but you're like wait are they related like that's gross because that was kind of the whole joke in the first movie was that his mom 1955 version of his mom falls in love with him not knowing that she's you know he's her son <laughs> so it's like really creepy um, but yeah that's that's that was always a weird little thing to me. Um, but I also like all the callbacks to the second movie, you know, like there's the whole Clint Eastwood thing. He goes by, he calls himself Clint Eastwood. Of course, nobody knows who that is. So, um, I don't know. I love it. I love that it's the ending of the movie and, um, I just really appreciated the, the humor and the, that last scene where they're like trying to, you know, cause in every movie they're trying to get back to some other time. Right. So in this one, they're trying to get back to 1985 and there's this whole scene with a, a, the locomotive, and I think that's a really exciting scene. I, I really enjoyed it because it's like a action-packed uh, scene, and you don't know if Doc's going to go back with Marty or, you know. So I highly recommend this trilogy. <laughs> but if you don't have time for a trilogy, you're like, I don't feel like watching all these movies, and you still haven't seen them, I would say at least watch part one. Uh, Part one's the obviously the best of the the three. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a good tril- trilogy. I mean, it's like I said, it was smart. Like you could tell these guys put in lots of thought to the story and the timeline and time travel um, and the jokes and everything. So I just think it's smart, funny to me. Like it's it's and it's hilarious. And these you're gonna love these actors. Um, And you're going to love the characters. So I recommend, I highly recommend this trilogy. Um, But like you said, if you don't want to watch all three of them, watch the first one. The first one's the classic, like the classic everyone knows. Um, It's, it's, I think it was ahead of its time for um, when they made it and stuff. And that's what started it all. So yeah, it's actually, it's one of those movies where I'm glad and I'm scared at the same time that they haven't made a remake of it yet or a reboot because <laughs> yeah. i feel like any day now they're gonna be like oh we're gonna make a reboot I or remake because you know now we have the money to for badass special effects and i'm like yeah but that, the movie wasn't about special because i've heard people say that oh they could do it so much better i'm like yeah but the movie's not really about like what special effects no, were in the not. first movie like just the 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 car disappearing and the little flames and then you know it's like yeah. it's really not about it's not it's not one of those kind of movies. I think most people think it's probably like a sci-fi movie if you haven't seen it. But it's really not. It's it's no. it's really all about like him going back in time to 1955 and just meeting his parents as as teenagers. Yeah, I mean they're hardly That's in really the DeLorean. Yeah. The I'd say less than 5 minutes they're in the <laughs> yeah. DeLorean the whole movie. Yeah. 
and it really is just it's funny and it's all about like you know meeting your your parents when they were younger and seeing how they how different they were um yeah i would say the first two are my favorite but definitely the first one is the best one and sam you know since she's new we'll let her have that one but really it's the order of greatness is part one part three and part two but sam says otherwise but whatever um no i'm just kidding that's that's obviously that's why we're here right to talk about our different opinions real quick though i thought it was now, now that I think about it, because I was talking about how they wanted to make, originally wanted to, or discussed making a movie where they would go back and, you know, affect different historical events. I think it's funny because Robert Zemeckis, who directed all three of these movies, he also direct went on to direct uh, Forrest Gump, and in a way, it kind of like it's kind of like he was able to do that with Forrest Gump because Forrest Gump's going through <laughs> all these historical events and like he doesn't even realize he's part of history. <laughs> So I think that was kind of interesting, um, just as an, a side note. Um, what else? Oh, something I forgot to mention last time for all the nerds out there. On um, part two, there's that scene where he's uh, Biff is going through that tunnel. Mm-hmm. He's driving through that tunnel, and Marty's trying to get that almanac from him. That's the same tunnel that's in who framed Roger rabbit, which was also directed by Robert Zemeckis. And those were made like almost like back to back. He was really busy those, those years. Um, but it's, I guess it's a, a tunnel in, in Los Angeles or something, but I thought that was funny. Cause that's a tunnel that they go through in who framed Roger rabbit to get to Toontown. I don't know if you remember that movie. Yeah. So anyway, I was watching it and I was like, I remember that tunnel from who framed Roger rabbit. And sure enough, it, it's the same one. So I guess, uh, I guess they used a lot of the s- same locations. But anyway, that's another movie we might want to rewatch. That's a pretty I like I love that movie, Who yeah, Framed Roger Rabbit. Seen it in a very long time. That's one of the best like animation slash live action movies aside from Space Jam apparently. <laughs> I I've still haven't seen Space Jam, so maybe we'll watch that before that new Space Jam movie comes out. But anyway, this was, uh, I guess that wraps it up, right? You don't have anything else to add to that? No. Oh, ZZ Top also comes out briefly for all you, anybody that's a ZZ Top fan. Um, They come out in 1885. All right, well, that was our discussion of the Back to the Future trilogy. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Third Row from the Front. Message us, like our stuff, comment. Yeah, do all that stuff, and then... We will hopefully have a newer movie to discuss with you next time on Third Row from the Front. Bye. Bye.